Good morning, good morning, good morning, Facebook family and friends. Good morning to my podcast listeners. Um, listen, you guys, so I'm coming to you on this fabulous Monday. Um, you know, I wanted to come and, and speak with you all early this morning about something that's been on my mind. Um, I know some of you may be at work. Uh, you may be just waking up and that's okay if you can take some time. You know, if you happen to see this on your timeline, Um you know, uh, later on, you watch it, just, you know, put replay, you know, in there. Uh, but um, I felt the need to, you know, to come to my Facebook friends. I was kind of contemplating whether I was going to just go live in my um, my self-care group about this or not. And I said, no, I'm going to go ahead and bring it to all of my friends. Good morning. If y'all can just drop a, a good morning in a, uh, the chat box, that would be great because I'm looking on my on my computer and I can't always see the people who are chiming in. Okay. Um, but it was something that has been on my mind. Uh, these past, like I want to say these past couple of weeks, um, in regards to how we respond when certain things happen. Right. So I'll give you an example. Um, when it comes to people who may speak out about being sexually assaulted, um, that's the one thing that popped up, you know, simply because there was a situation that happened here in the Tampa Bay area, um, involving a, a, a basketball coach and some younger girls, um, some of the girls coming out, you know, stating that they were, you know, sexually assaulted by this teacher, yada, yada, yada. I don't know these people. I'm not from Tampa. Don't have any idea, but I always like to look at comments and really see how people respond when they hear this kind of news, good morning. Thank y'all for chiming in. Go ahead and share this as well if you do not mind. And leave me a good morning in the chat box so I can see you. Um, I can't see who's popping on on my computer. Um, but, you know, I like to read the comments to see how people respond. It's just, it's heartbreaking when you read um, how the victim is to blame for certain things, especially when it comes to children and adults. You know, children who are engaging in inappropriate relationships with adults um, and how as adults, we expect that these children should know better. Uh, we expect that the children should be the the logical parties in these kind of situations. And when they don't, they get blamed for it. When they don't, they say, well, they're fast and they're whatever. So it started out with that. Right. And that was that bothered me. It bothered me with the whole R. Kelly situation. It bothers me every single time. Um, that situations like this happen where people try to justify the actions that took place between people who did not consent, you know, or if it's children and adults, you know, as a mental health professional, it's disheartening um, to hear, you know, because I know what the victims are going through, you know, from personal experience, from professional experience, you know, I know what they're going through. And so to hear that people blame them for that, it's just, it, it blows my mind, right? Um, hey, good morning, Shaquana. Good morning. I got to get with you too. Um, I need some more scrub soon. <laughs> um, but um, 
The second thing that came up is the situation with Tamar Braxton. Um, I don't know if a lot of you saw, you know, what's going on with her, but um, she had an apparent suicide attempt um, one day last week. And again, you know, just reading some comments, you know, from other individuals in regards to her just sucking it up and, you know, she got everything that she want. Why would she do that? Or she just spoiled and just having temper tantrums. She needs to get over herself. And y'all don't understand. Like when I, as I was reading that, I'm a, I have to be honest, I had tears in my eyes, you know, simply because I'm just like, God, we are so insensitive. We are so conditioned to just think negative about certain things that, uh, when somebody is going through something tragic, you automatically find a reason for them like to be negative, you know? Um, there's this book that I was reading called Master Your Emotions. And the first, at the beginning of that book, he shared that our mind is conditioned to go to the negative. Our mind is not conditioned to, to think positive. So whenever you see anything, the first thing you do is think negative, right? But... Over time, you should be able to understand that that's not the proper way to function. That's not the proper way to handle certain situations when people are going through things and your response to it is, yes, it's very sad. Your response to it is, well, you know, on the show, she always, you know, always crying and whining and making it about her. Everything ain't about her. Get over yourself. Like people actually type this. And what people don't realize is once you type it on social media, it's there. People can screenshot it, you know, share it, that stuff like that can go viral. And I just don't understand. I just don't understand why is it that we can't, you know, we have to justify everything. And it's, it goes, it's, again, it goes even when it comes to the, the, the uh, cops murdering, you know, innocent black people. The next res the response is always, well, if they would have did this. People are mean and insensitive. You are, you are absolutely right. And it's sad because it's being exposed more and more every single day as we see things unraveling and unfolding in other people's lives. And I don't know how to fix it. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't know what to do, you know? So I figured, you know, let me just share this, you know, with you all, um, let me go live and maybe share some of, you know, just some of my expertise, you know, from just being a clinician for so long. I have been a mental health clinician uh, since 2007. Um, so it's been a very long time, seen it all, heard it all, been through the trenches. And one thing about it, you know, that I have learned is that, you know, people who are going through mental health issues, uh, they truly, truly lack support systems because of this mindset, because people automatically think that, oh, ain't nothing wrong with her. She just want attention, you know, and, and I'll speak on Tamar Braxton. And I shared this with my husband the other day. And, you know, he always tell me what well, you being a clinician, you always look clinical. So it's easier for you to do so versus other people. But I, I'm a I'm a huge fan. Tony, anybody that know me. Ray grew up with me. No, I am an avid. I, I am a diehard Tony Braxton fan. So anything that she's connected to, I'm going to be a part of. And so when the Braxtons first started, I'm like, of course I'm watching this. Who would it? Right. And so as I would see Tamar 
you know, have, you know, go through certain things and, you know, whatever. Of course, at the beginning, when you're trying to get to know somebody, maybe you don't know their whatever. So you're kind of so like, you know, well, what's wrong? Like, you know, I don't get it, you know, but over time, I started to look at the dynamics. And one thing that I learned and I, I witnessed in those situations when she would have these breakdowns is that she was not being heard because in her own family unit, Tamar was being spoiled. Tamar just want things about her. Tamar is just having this pity party and it got to be all about her and we're sick of her. And so what they would do is she would be ostracized, right? So nobody would be talking to Tamar, no whatever. So of course, with a person that's already dealing with stuff, then now they get ostracized. Of course, they want to respond that same way. That's all they know how. And as you watch this unfold during these years, right? And then now we come up to this situation that occurred with her. The first thing, the first thing that popped up in my mind is, my God, we need to get a, you know, I, like somebody got to really find her some help because nobody's, people are missing it. People in her circle are missing the fact that she is crying out for help, right? And now, mind you, sometimes there are some people who can cry out for help, but you don't really realize it because um, they, they aren't as uh, emotionally you know, emotional responders as Tamar, you know, Tamar cries, Tamar breaks down and she's truly telling them what she needs. They're just not hearing it because she's perceived one way. Right. But not everybody is vocal like that. Not everybody's going to just be telling you like, y'all, this is what I need. And they're crying and showing that they're sad, you know? So some people have a way of putting on facades of putting on this false face and you don't have no idea that they're struggling. But I'm here to tell you that when they break, if and when they break and they end up in a situation like Tamar, your response should not be, well, what she got to be sad for? She have everything. What's her problem? Get over herself. Why would she do this? Why, 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 why? Like people just automatically go there instead of just simply saying, my God, I hope she's okay. Let me pray for her or him. Let me reach out to him or her. Let me make sure to let them know that I'm here to support them. We do not do that initially. And as a result, people are struggling. People are afraid to say that they're depressed. People are afraid to say that they're anxious and they're suffering because of the judgment. We got to stop judging, you guys. We got to stop judging. Because simply because... This is the reason why people don't say anything. Victims of trauma don't speak up because they are going to be judged. Regardless if they speak out as a child, regardless if they speak out as an adult, they know and the writing is on the wall. We've seen it. The nasty stuff that people say about victims of trauma, right? About victims of trauma. People say so much nasty stuff why would they want to come out and say anything? Why would they want to come out and tell you that somebody was doing something to them all this time when they're immediately going to be judged and looked at a certain way? If it's a young lady, well, you know, well, what did you do? Were you wearing certain things? Did you give them a certain, you know, whatever? It's automatically going to what did you do to cause this? Regardless if they're a minor or not. You know, and so we got to do better. We got to do better. Our young men, our young men may be crying, maybe trying to tell you what's going on. And, you, and we tell them to suck it up. 
because men don't cry. What you crying for? Suck it up and move on. And then you know what happens? They bottled up those emotions. And then now when they get in relationships, when they get in friendships and they're rejected, you know what's happening? They shooting up schools. They committing murder suicides because they weren't taught how to effectively communicate what they are feeling. And because they can't, they be and the reason why they can't communicate what they are feeling is because they are going to be judged. Our young men are not supposed to cry, right? Because if you're crying, that's a sign of weakness. We gotta we have to break that cycle. We have to break that cycle. And it starts with us listening to this, whether you're on the Facebook Live, whether you're listening to the podcast, it starts with us to make the change. Charlie, I'm telling you, it's true. Then just think about it. Think about it. When someone, when someone gets murdered, and forgive me if y'all hear my daughter crying in the background, she just mad because I told her to watch another TV in the house. <laughs> But she's three. So, I, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But think about it. When somebody gets murdered, right? And that's the first thing that comes to my mind. You know, whatever. When someone gets murdered, even when it comes to the news, if it's an African-American for sure, if it's an African-American, especially an African-American male, what you read about them is going to be negative. They're going to, they're going to say, they're going to pull out, you know, arrest records. They're going to put out if there were, was a substance abuse history, whatever the case may be, it's going to go to the negative right now. Unfortunately, we see the latter. If it's a non African-American, you know, you'll see, they'll actually attribute it to, 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 to mental health. Like, you know, if, if a school shooting occurs, it's because of mental health. They have mental, mental health issues that were unaddressed. Right. So we have to do better as a community to stop judging people because of certain things that they're doing, because of how they're suffering. People are suffering in silence. People are afraid to say, I need help because of the fear of being judged. Hands down. Right. So I felt the need to share this, this has been on my mind for, I'm telling you, it's been back and forth in my mind and on my heart. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring it to the bigger platform and not keep it on my group where it's a smaller platform. I advise you guys to share this and I challenge you. I challenge you. I don't know if y'all saw my post today, but I challenge you that if you see something, if you read about something, shift your mind and post something positive about it. Don't go to the negative. Some people feel like they got to ride coattails. That's what they call it. When you want to just agree with everybody and you want to say certain things and you know in your heart of heart is wrong. Like there's no reason why y'all should be talking negative about somebody who, who possibly attempted suicide. Who felt that their life was not of value so much that they attempted to take their own life. Not even thinking, not even considering other factors. When a person gets to that point, they're at their lowest. So for you to negatively respond to that and to tell them to suck it, I think somebody said she would just shake it off. Girl, pick it up and shake it off and move on. If it was that easy, you think she would have did she would have been did it. 
Trust me, she would have been did it. Okay? We got to do better. All right? So I wanted to just share that. I have to go check on my daughter because she is literally having a full-on meltdown right now. So I have to see what's going on with her. But I hope y'all found value in this. Charlie and Bridget and Shaquana, thank y'all so much for commenting. If y'all have any questions, if y'all need somebody to talk to, like I'm here in Tampa, I can refer you to one of the best places here in the Tampa Bay area for services. If you're not local, I can help you find some services, but do not suffer alone. I am a life coach, you know, so I do have some life coaching things here and there, but when it comes to clinical aspects, you guys do not suffer alone. There's too many resources out there. There's too many places you can go to, to help. So reach out to me. Let me know if you need any assistance. I can refer you whether you want to go to a, a uh, a bigger organization, private practice. I know several people in private practice. I know people, if you have Medicaid, you feel you don't know where to go. I definitely have a, a, a phenomenal agency here in Tampa Bay Area Behavior Services that it gets you covered. They accept Medicaid. They're accepting clients now. Trust me, you don't have to be alone in this, okay? So I, that's my time. You guys, I got to go get my little one. Um, please share this. Please leave more questions. And let's just do better, okay? Let's, let's support people. Let's start to really look at people and see what's going on with them. Look at if they're starting to decline physically, mentally, emotionally. Reach out to them. Don't just say, hey, I'm here. here. I'm here if you need me. Say, I'm noticing something is going on. I need to see you. Let me put your eyes. And my friends know, the ones that are local here, when, when I get a feeling, a gut feeling about something, the first thing I say is I got to put my eyes on you. I need to see that you're okay. When can we meet up? They know that. I, I'll send that message or call them in a heartbeat. I need, to, I need to see you and make sure that you're okay. Let's do the same. All right? So I'll talk to y'all later.